Stay tuned because Pastor Young and Pastor Wilbanks are preparing to discuss the dispensation of law. Greetings to everyone and welcome to All Things Apostolic. I am your host, Jeremy Wilbanks, and in this short session today, we are going to continue our look at the eras of time in Scripture that we call dispensations. Dispensations from 30,000 feet, just a flyover view uh, where we can get the lay of the land. Uh, today, we will continue forward into the dispensation of law, and later this week, we will go into the dispensation of grace and uh, and further. Uh, the dispensation of law, this era begins with the giving of the law in Exodus chapter 19, uh, and will continue. That's where the law, the beginning of the giving of the laws in chapter 19, it continues uh, further than that. Uh, but this era will continue until the preaching of John the Baptist. There's kind of a little span of time here. The preaching of John the Baptist the ministry of Jesus Christ and his crucifixion at Calvary and the advent of Pentecost. Uh, interesting passages of scripture here. I'll just read some of these at the beginning to give us some foundation. Luke records this in chapter 16 of his book, Luke 16, verse 16. It says, the law and the prophets were until John, meaning John the Baptist. And since that time, the kingdom of God is preached and every man presseth into it. A uh, similar uh, statement, just not including John the Baptist, is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 17. It says, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Now, uh, there's a lot to cover in the dispensation of law. Uh, some of the largest characters in all of Scripture are found in this dispensation, beginning with Moses, uh, with whom the whole era begins. Uh, but then there are there are so many names that we could rattle off. Joshua, um, then you get into the book of Judges, and you've got people like Barak, Samson, Gideon, etc. Uh, then moving out of that, you have Samuel, and in the books of First and Second Samuel, you have Saul, you have David. Uh, then as you move into Kings, you have Solomon, you have his son Rehoboam, uh, and and so on it goes. Uh, as you move into the prophets, you have Daniel, Isaiah. Uh, Ezekiel, uh, all of the other prophets, both major and minor, all of these are in the era of the dispensation of law. Some of the largest storylines in Scripture are in this dispensation. Um, for example, the wandering in the wilderness by the children of Israel, uh, the giving of the law at Mount Sinai uh, to the children of Israel, which functions as their constitution, the initiation of a new nation of people. Um, the establishment of a, these are, these are large, large themes that we find in the dispensation of law. Um, the establishment of a permanent place of worship for Israel, first with the tabernacle in the wilderness, and then later in Jerusalem, the building of the temple, uh, which was funded by David. All of the funding was collected by David. And then the construction was under the administration of Solomon, king of Israel. Uh, these are these are some of the large features. Uh, the establishment of Israel in the promised land. Uh, this is massive. Um, it, they move into the promised land and there are glories and defeats. Uh, both are included in that story. Um, there is the divided kingdom. Uh, after the reign of Solomon, Rehoboam and Jeroboam divide the kingdom 
the once United Kingdom of Israel now becomes the Northern Kingdom of Israel and the Southern Kingdom of Judah. Uh, this will end with Babylonian captivity. This is this is these are large and sweeping um, uh, elements that you can find in the dispensation of law. So you can see there's a lot of preaching, a lot of teaching. There's a large narrative sweep that goes through this era. Uh, uh, the vast portion of Scripture is in this era. Uh, all of the previous dispensations that we have talked about have been in the book of Genesis. This is the first one that is outside of the book of Genesis, begins in the book of Exodus, and will carry all the way through that little portion that we talked about, the ministry of John, the ministry of Jesus Christ and his crucifixion, and then the advent of Pentecost with the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. So there's a lot to consider, a lot to understand. There's a lot of preaching, a lot of teaching that can come out of this, a lot of reading, a lot of very familiar stories, Daniel in the lion's den, David and Goliath, uh, Jonah and the whale, all of these classic Sunday school things. All of this happens in the dispensation of law. So with all of these things to consider, uh, and not having time to cover them all, at least the way they need to be covered. What is it? What is vital for us to capture, so that we can have a firm grasp on this on this dispensation? Why don't we give it a try like this? Um, obviously, the dispensation of law is defined by the giving of law, um, but it's not just the giving of law; it's the establishment of a new kind of man. Moses is a new kind of leader. Um, God establishes a pattern now of anointed leadership with Moses. And then Moses' anointing is going to be passed on to 70 elders, and it's going to be passed on to Joshua. And then I believe that's going to go all the way down to Jesus Christ. Uh, and this is vital for the development of Israel. God's calling out a people. We see that people develop more in the dispensation of law than in any other era of time. Uh, all of the, the establishment of anointed leadership is vital for the development of Israel as they move from being an enslaved people with an enslaved mentality to being a nation with a national mentality. Uh, in fact, a holy, uh, holy nation with a holy national mentality. So uh, this development begins with the giving of the law, as you would suspect, and as we have already mentioned, it begins with the giving of the law in Exodus 19 and will carry forward to an era that culminates and simultaneously initiates uh, with the dispensation of grace. They'll, they'll kind of overlap. In fact, I, I believe that's what that overlap was that begins with John the Baptist. Uh, that, is the, that is the overlap, the preaching of John the Baptist and the ministry of Jesus Christ. Uh, with his crucifixion, and then finally the outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. Now, uh, something that is too large to overlook in this era, um, the dispensation of law, the era of law, will be characterized uh, among many things, but this is important. It will be characterized by types and shadows um, that will be sprinkled throughout in many different ways, types and shadows uh, that will find their fulfillment, uh, referencing back to our interpretive stack, they will find their fuller sense in the era of grace, in particular in the man Jesus Christ and his ministry. Um, types and shadows, types and shadows. Now, you can get into a lot of trouble with types and shadows. Um, the way we approach types and shadows is 
it's a type if the Bible says it's a type. And that doesn't mean that we can't preach or teach from other things. You just have to approach it differently than to say that it's a type. Uh, a type is a foreshadowed representation of a greater truth that is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And the example that always readily comes to mind for me, and there are many, we could talk about a lamb that was slain. We could talk about passing through the children of Israel, passing through the Red Sea and passing through the cloud. Uh, but the the primary example that almost always comes to mind for me was the rock that followed Israel in the wilderness. And God told Moses, he said, go to the rock and smite that rock and water is going to flow out and all of Israel will have their thirst quenched from that rock uh, that will give out water. And so Moses smites the rock the first time. And then the command was for Moses to speak to that rock the second time and Moses was wroth with the children of Israel, and because of it, in his anger, he smote the rock a second time. And water did issue forth, and the children of Israel were able to get a drink, but Moses was not allowed into the promised land because he smote the rock the second time. And uh, so the question is, well, what's the reason for that? What's the reason for that? And this, uh, to me, more clearly than any other type in the in this dispensation, this illustrates how God felt about things that were representative, uh, things that had a fuller sense, that had a greater meaning that was to be established and fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And that was, uh, why did Moses not get to go in? Well, because when we get to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 in the New Testament, the apostle Paul tells us that that rock was Christ, and he does a masterful job, not just here in the, in the first verses, but throughout that chapter of demonstrating how things in the era of law and the dispensation of law are going to find their fuller sense in the dispensation of grace. Let me just read you just a little bit of it so that you can pick up a sense of how of how that's working. First Corinthians chapter 10, let's start with verse 1. Moreover, brethren, this is Paul writing, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So he's talking about fuller sense here. And did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink? Notice this. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Now, this is where you can see all three layers of that interpretive stack. Was it a real rock? Yes, it was literally a real rock. You understand it literally. This was a real rock that followed them in the wilderness. And it gave out real water after Moses really struck it. And the second time they drank real water and were really sustained in a real wilderness by a real rock. But then there was a fuller sense that that rock was Christ. Then there's an applicable sense that you and I can go to that same rock and get spiritual water. Uh, we can have spiritual needs fulfilled by going to that same rock. So this is one of the key features. Uh, this is one of the key features that you understand about the dispensation of law is that it's typified by a lot of things that are going to be fulfilled in Christ. And then we get the benefit of that through the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Finally, one of the key features in this era happens in the book of Daniel chapter 2. Uh, Daniel chapter 2 verses 31 through 35. Let me read them to you very quickly. For the sake of time, thou, O king, this is Daniel interpreting a dream that King Nebuchadnezzar had. Uh, and this is what he said. Uh, thou, O king, sawest and behold a great image. 
This great image whose brightness was excellent stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. This image's head was of fine gold. This is very familiar reading to anybody that's uh, spent time with Scripture uh, with any depth. Uh, This image's head was of fine gold, and his breast and his arms of silver, and his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet. This is something that's going to find its fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Uh, that were of iron and clay and break them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken into pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain. This is talking about Jesus Christ and filled the whole earth, the glory of the Lord, filling the whole earth. Uh, This is a description. This happens in the dispensation of law. This is a description, an image a picture, if you will, of Gentile domination over the nation of Israel until the promised times of desolation be fulfilled and their Messiah would come. Uh, I'm not telling anybody anything new that studied this, uh, but we'll just skip across the top of it. The head of gold was Babylon. The chest and arms of silver were was Medo-Persia. The trunk of brass was Greece. The legs of iron were the two Roman empires and the feet of iron and clay mixture are a mixture of both strong and weak nations that followed uh, that followed the fall of the Roman empires. Uh, and all of this we'll be discussing later. We'll, we'll, we'll get into these a little bit later. The failure of this dispensation on the part of Israel is the rejection of the Messiah that you see at the beginning of the New Testament in the Gospels. Uh, happily for Israel and for us, even though the Messiah was rejected by Israel uh, at the end of the dispensation of law, Uh, and the beginning of the dispensation of grace. Happily for them, happily for us, an era of grace is about to be inaugurated in the New Testament by Jesus Christ. And this is how that era will begin. Some of our favorite passages as oneness Pentecostals are found uh, in the Gospel of John. John chapter 1, let's let's read there. It closes by telling us how one era is going to end and the other is going to begin. John chapter 1, verses 14 through 17 says this, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. And he's referring back to the word in John 1 and 1. That word was made flesh. Jesus uh, was the word and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, full of grace and truth. Verse 15, John bare witness of him and cried, saying, this is he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness we have, or have we all received, and grace for grace. Here's verse 17. For the law was given by Moses. This is the era that we just described. For the law was given by Moses, but there's a new era coming. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Stay tuned for the dispensation of grace that's going to be coming later this week. I hope you're enjoying this. We sure are. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.